Oh yeah, I know you can't wait to hear this one. I know you've been scratching your fingers to click on this, but now you did. Mm -mm. Coming back from a from a trip on the dark side, had a pretty rough week. Worry about stuff. Trying trying to get my shit together. Um, the normal usual things that happen. Not normal. Not also usual, but uh, can I can probably tell the times where I where I felt the way that I was feeling like this week, and um, I'm gonna leave that to the to the appropriate channel, which is the new podcast that I will be releasing. Uh, at this point, I believe I already released it. It's called That Candid Show. Um. I'll explain everything that needs to be explained in that episode, in that series. It might be a series. It might be like a 10-part ten, ten series. Let's see how how well it develops. Um, trying to get trying to get my 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 you know my best foot forward, maybe. Uh, I need to find a new place need a form of some extra work as well i'll be figuring that stuff out in the near future feels very isolating and feels very very i have a tendency of feeling very hopeless from time to time right uh, that's a sort of mind virus that, that gets me. And I felt that way during this week. Uh, the only thing that I could manage to do was just waking up, getting done with being awake, getting back to sleep, getting done with trying to sleep during the day, getting up. So a whole bunch of irregularities, right? Sort of thing. Um, mainly because of the, the unexpected move that I'll have to that I'll have to come up with. Um, but speaking with my parents today, they didn't know about the move. They came to know today the situation in particular. Um, had some some obviously very nice insight and the fact that they listen you know helps quite a bit and I will yeah I'll get it done in 43 days so um, trying to develop a sort of challenge for me within the month of October that I don't that I don't distract myself that often and that I try to focus on exactly what should be focused on, which in, in, in this case is the the making money side of things and in um untangling things that I feel like I I had enough enough time to untangle already but not necessarily the enough 
not enough work was put into it. I do have a recollection of saying like the exact same things that I will probably say today a year ago. Um, was sort of like attachment, attachment sort of stuff. Stuff. It's not necessarily attachment to a particular person or a particular situation. It's just attachment to. Shut up. The, the not you. The motorcycle industry. It's just attachment of self-image. I've been realizing that I'll be I'll be using the, the 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 proper channel, the proper podcast for that. Exact that exact uh, um, running through things, you know, that I've that I've been thinking about and processing and emotional processing and negative emotion processing and all that sort of thing. Uh, this is more for the music side of things. That's what you're here for. And again, appreciate, appreciate it and really like the fact that you are listening to this. Um, yep, let's see what the future holds. I still don't know what the heck am I going to be saying. I hope it's no more to say again. 201 is the name of the album or the murder capital. That's a very, very, very out of the left curve. I passed through Phoebe Bridgers when I was going there. Uh, I passed through Punisher and I listened to that album recently because I've listened to Boy Genius recently and I eventually listened to the episode that I speak about Boy Genius and of course, the whole each for Phoebe Bridgers uh, comes up. I don't have much to say about this album, to be honest. Um, what I know about it, it's mainly the genre that's in and the fact that it's a very dark version of that genre, which is dark in and of itself. Uh, the Murder Capital, I believe it's an American band. And I remember having that album as one of the first albums that I've listened to, like semi-regularly. I don't actually know why that's in the in the list to begin with. <coughs> it's not an album that I return that I return to often, if at all. Although I always I always remember some some phrases and some themes from it. Um some lyrics i always i i always feel maybe that's because of the time that i'm living in um so let's maybe start to describe the 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 sound that you're going to find here so obviously i've spoke i spoke i i've 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 speaking I spoke at length about post-punk and how the movement of punk and hip-hop brought like a whole total new understanding to music making and obviously to the catalog that uh, people will be producing because of their DIY and sort of like born in the streets, roots movement sort of thing. Um, after that, you had sort of a negation of that but not necessarily but using the same bare bones of of punk 
you had the inauguration of post-punk. A lot of people say that Joy Division inaugurated that with No Pleasures. You can say that Television inaugurated uh, also sort of probably like the excess between New York and, and London, right? You can say that one did in one place and the other did on the other place. Nonetheless, you will become very prominent and it will become like the shape of alternative rock and alternative music for the most part until it reaches the 90s and then it turns into a lot of different stuff until it reaches the post-simplicity of the beginning of the 2000s with the strokes, with Interpol, with Block Party, with you know all the emo stuff that came up as well. Um, you have in Murder Capital um, a very seminal example of a modern post-punk band. Um, in terms of aggression, they are quite aggressive, but not in the way that you probably understand how things that are more akin to a hardcore or loud and, 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 and hushed sort of uh, dynamics is not in a, in a dynamic they are not heavy dy dy dynamically they are very heavy with the grooves that they put forward and it's very repetitive it's a kind of like a, like a swan's approach to the development of the song swans are very very uh, famous no wave band um, very famous for that sort of like tribal and ritualistic uh, drumming and, and, and bass and the very aggressive in your face and no commitment at all with structure or with, I'm speaking about swans at, at, the, at the moment, right? Murder Capital has some commitment with structure in terms of verse, chorus, verse, that sort of thing. Uh, they do tend to be somewhat catchy on their on their on the way that they build the songs. Let me let me get the tra track list up so I can understand. I can probably remember. I know I know there is a song called Black and Blue or something like that. <clears throat> It's an Irish band, so that brings a lot of, you know, a lot of characteristics about whatever that means. When I have when I have fears, that's the name of the album, Green and Blue. Yeah. So it, you have very long, long-winded, long tracks for the most part. Some of them, you know, they go over six minutes, but mean time over there would be three forty, sort of. Um, not that over the top, but very, very hypnotic sort of post-punk. Interesting, Ben. I don't have much more to say. Uh, if you like Interpol, if you like the likings of, you know, the bands that I mentioned already, Joy Division and television to some extent but it's, it's still there television is more charismatic and more sunny in many ways um, more to the likings of interpol and joy division and the national to some extent the, the 
what you can compare with the national there, you can probably compare uh, the beginning, especially the national in that case. Um, so you have the lyrics and you, and you have the, the, the lyrics being repeated quite a lot right during the the, the song. So you, you can, Shame is another band that compares with them. Pixies, yeah, also if you like Pixies, I just mentioned Shame and I just saw their they're mentioning on the on the Wikipedia because that's the level of research that I <laughs> that I have for this. But I mean, at least I'm on I'm on um, on point. Fountain, uh, Fountains DC also similar. Just saw just said the name and just saw it in the related search. Swear to God, I came up with that from the top of my head. Uh, Black Country New Road also somewhat. If you like that that sort of approach, you're gonna see a more condensed version, a less lyrical version, a more hypnotic, a more no wave sort of approach to the structure of the songs. Um, a, a band that builds up the emotional um, resonance of the composition and the song via repetition. That's something that post-punk, which is opposite to what punk did right if you think about it because punk built the the um, if, you, if you think ramones if you think sex pistols if you think new york dolls any any of those and even eat pop or, or the stooges they always build the emotional resonance through the explosive energy that the structure provides so <clears throat> it's usually very simple because of that um, because of that sort of drop that you can that you can say, um, very different from what progressive used to do. Um, post punk, it's sort of like you know they they do the opposite, so they grab what punk did and they stretch that and they put that in slow motion, and then and then whatever comes out of that friction between those two things becomes the the style. So the murder capital can be described as a very classy, very elegant, very interesting. I'll definitely listen to because of uh, it's it has sort of a, a an aggressive masculinity to it, which is very interesting as well. Sort of unapologetic, um, sort of you know I'm I'm strolling through the streets and if we bump into each other and it's a little bit aggressive it, it is what it is you know sort of like that not trying to get into a fight but um, i don't know maybe maybe it's the irish sort of uh, approach to i don't know life i don't know it's it seems to be a very no bullshit sort of culture of people you know which is great um it is described as dark, intense, and introspective, which, you know, it's basically me, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm very dark. I was just explaining how dark, intense, and introspective I am by the six days that I spend in isolation uh, on purpose. <laughs> anyway, it's not usual, but it is It is what happened. Um feel like I need to be in a very specific state of mind to want to want to listen to this 
in uh, there is no room for um wondering like or thinking happy thoughts with this particular record so that's probably part of no the no wave um idea that it conveys which is a very um no bullshit sort of approach uh this is dragging a bit now i feel um sort of a political political band so you can see i'm i'm going to check like two things right for the most part when i'm doing this i'm going to check the main wikipedia just for more glaring information that i can that i can grasp and also the overview in all music which is a website that i always listen that who is listen that i always um had a check when i was liking something and i wanted to see more more things of it uh, unfortunately they don't have like the influences or maybe under related no i just did that and it didn't happen okay uh, it doesn't have the real the influences but you can you can think all of those essentially joy division you know joy division and like from the beginning of post-punk and from the the middle section of the 90s you can say nick cave as well a lot of nick cave involved in here another very good band that's uh pretty much the same idea here it's called pro martyr uh, proto mortar it's hard to say and um more peppy has a more um, distinctive sound in terms of what post-punk can can offer more more humorous more alive sort of thing um, the murder capital tends to be very 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 dense and brooding and introspective and and bleak you know i'm using all of the adjectives in the the all music page it does help it does help it does help to find yeah uh, i can probably say swaggering as well you know and poignant somber also anyway I, I i wasted all my credits uh with the adjectives well yeah you can expect that i'm not really sure if that's something that you would you know since i don't know you i can't really say whether you're gonna like this or not um yeah if you like interpol if you listen to interpol it's a very very similar and in analogous sound to what they did in turn on the bright lights with less character because you know that 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 album is all character in, in a in a comparison sort of way you have the 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 um, if you compare Interpol with the Murder Capital, uh, specifically those two records, like they're true, um, simultaneously two first albums from both groups, uh, you have one which travels all of those, um, all of those adjectives that I that I mentioned, but does so with character and does so with unity be between the songs. You can feel like the the in the case of inner poles you know uh turn on the bright lights uh you can feel that the guy that wrote the 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 it's the same character 
not necessarily the same lyricist, although it is obvious that it's the same lyricist, which is Paul, Paul whatever, I don't remember his name. Um, Paul Williams? Could be, I don't know. Um, he uh, not necessarily a sense of character because I don't think he has like that personal uh, approach to what desire means and what, you know, you can definitely... Um, desire and the and the desire in the backdrop of a urban you know atmosphere which is the sort of the idea with this band here as well but they take that to a different personal level so it's the their themes are more broad their themes are more uh, involved and and engulfed in kind of having given up I think that's sort of what I take from them. There is no, not much space for, for hope in this particular record from what I remember. And that's probably what put me off to it the most, maybe. Which it, it maybe not, it made me not come back to it that often. It's probably because I, I didn't see any sort of, you know, didn't see any sort of like a silver lining in that in that idea in what they did there. Sorry, I'm distracted looking at ten classic college radio albums. <laughs> okay. There was one there that I don't know, so I should probably check that. What's that? Oh no, it's Robin Ridgecock, right? He was from a band. Yeah, he was from the Soft Boys. And that's it, my that's it, my fam. You know, underwhelming, sort of underwhelming in terms of um, information here. I think I I think it's fairly fine. I think this one. Yeah. I'll stop doing the doubles, right? Because it's kind of uh, it makes me feel sick to my stomach. I like I like the episode to be a tribute to a specific record because all of them are special, right? And when you have doubles, sort of like the defeats the purpose of the episode. I think I did that three times: Michael Jackson and John Hopkins. See, I, I've I've enjoyed so much of John Hopkins after I did that episode, and especially Singularity, which I hope to review even eventually. Not review. Do whatever I do here with it, right? Uh, and having that with Michael Jackson, it feels a little bit belittling, you know, with the with the artist that I respect immensely. Probably one of my favorite albums, um, at least from electronic music, for sure. Could be the could be my favorite. Um, Immunity. And some some other ones I don't remember. Um, yeah, and I did the Amarante one. It was fun because I selected the album, saying that oh, if it's in Portuguese, then it happened to be a Portuguese uh, Brazilian album. So I hope you have fun with that one there. So I'm I'm gonna keep that one like that because I don't want to dissolve that. You know, hopefully one day I can listen to that one and 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 be surprised by the surprise you know i hope you know it, it was very memorable i don't think i would be surprised about it okay so you have post-punk very bleak 
very dark, very atmospheric and very hypnotic groove bass based uh bass based, you know. Um a lot of angular guitars but not it doesn't have a sense of adventure to it because it doesn't need to because that's not what they're doing. So in a way it's a, it's a perfect companion to anyone that likes Joy Division. I think you would dig this album because it's the same sort of the, the same level of darkness are uh, in both of those artists, I would say. Yeah, a lot a lot can be said that oh obviously every post punk album would be influenced by, by Joy Division. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Not necessarily. I, I mean, the 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 bad ones probably, like the not bad ones. No, no, I shouldn't say bad ones. Like the the most meat and potato ones, which is kind of the case of this album here. In a in a good way, it is, because it's basic. You know, it's the it's their first album as well, so it should it should it should feel somewhat over undercooked. I don't know. Although it's not, I guess I can't say that as well. I mean, that last part, uh, I mean, yeah, just ignore that last part. It didn't make sense. It's fine if you have Joy Division as an influence. But again, there is a lot of post-punk, recent post-punk. If you're going to make a post-punk band, you, you probably want to Throw some 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 variety in there, you know. Just don't don't stay with the basic. Joy Division is sort of basic, like the the T-shirt, like what the T-shirt, like with the Joy Division T-shirt. What that became is sort of what Joy Division became as a band, you know. Something that's there. You can even be influenced by Radiohead's. Not even post-punk, but you can be influenced by Radiohead, like the bands, which is probably post-punk in many ways. True. I am done with this episode. <laughs> Bye.